In this episode, I'm going to talk about the tipping point, a beautiful and magical start to an unbelievable story. It was the 4th of March 2019. At 6am, I took a taxi from the hotel to my house as I wrote a small note on my phone. I was feeling euphoric and giddy. I don't know if the giddiness was love or exhaustion from not sleeping. The note I wrote read something like this. When you know, you know. And you don't have to talk about it or think about it. We seek validation only when we are not clear. Here I am experiencing something I had only dreamt of. Looks like I have finally met my match. The previous morning was tough, but it blossomed into one of the most amazing evenings of my life. In the morning, I got a response to something I had posted on my Instagram stories. Along with this response, he asked me if I wanted to meet Fatil. I did not reply. I did not know him very well. I had met him only once, almost a year ago, in a workshop. In the middle of so many things happening in life, I was tempted to get away from all the cancer talks and meet someone who shared a similar interest in environment, sustainability and Himachal Pradesh. But I waited. I had plans with someone who used to be very close to me. After meeting this person and returning home and feeling so terrible thinking about how love and friendship changes over time, I took my phone out and replied to him. He said that he was free in the morning, but now he's in the middle of something. Somehow, our conversation took a turn where he invited me to where he was, a church wedding. I was thinking, hmm, 90 days to live. Is a Catholic wedding important enough to be on my list of things to do? As if to answer this question, came his reply saying that if I had never attended a Catholic wedding, then I should not miss this. After confirming with him that it is definitely like the wedding in the movies, I told my mom that I was thinking of going to this wedding. Both mom and sister encouraged me saying that it will be a good change from all the hospital visits. I excitedly got dressed up. I packed my medicines and fruits and reached the church. But on the way, I scrolled through his Instagram profile. You know, I did not want to not recognize him. That would be so awkward. I was wondering why I was doing this. I didn't even know him and here I was meeting him and his full family. I quickly brushed aside those thoughts and told myself that for the rest of the time that I have alive, I'm going to do things spontaneously and not think too much. This is the best advice I ever gave myself. Normally, I would have never done something like this. But you know, when you have limited time to live, you really make the best out of life. But hey, isn't all our time limited on this earth? None of us know when we will die. Shouldn't we live each day by reducing our barriers and boundaries and judgments? Living like this has been one of the biggest lessons I have learned through this cancer journey. Getting back to the story, he met me at the gate 
with a pink carnation flower that I wore in my hair throughout the night. I never noticed before. He was quite good looking. Maybe it was the suit? I stopped my thoughts right there and smiled as we made small talk and he introduced me to so many people that I forgot who's who. I told him that I wanted to speak to him and so we went out for a walk. As I sat him down and told him not to freak out, I told him my entire situation. My intention was simple. Seeing how spontaneous he was, I did not want him to pull me to dance with him or get me a drink. I was expecting a sad and sober reaction, but to my surprise, his eyes twinkled. He spoke about how the cancer industry works and our conversation went along the lines of alternative treatment. I was thinking, wow, when many of my friends did not know how to react to me, here's someone I barely know who's encouraging me to take the alternative route. Here I learned something very deep. We always expect reactions. But when something happens beyond expectation, it sticks in our memory and causes an impact. Most times these expectations cause us pain. But here in this case, my expected reaction did not happen and caused me a pleasant surprise and a feeling of lightness in the way he looked at life for a long time afterwards. As the evening progressed, I noticed that he addressed the waiter by his name. He danced with his mother and got a cousin to partner with me for a ritual dance around the wedding hall. He paused and looked behind to check if I was comfortable before indulging in his own fun. I saw him dance with kids and it warmed my heart. He ensured my mojito never ended. And in fact, he made one for me himself by going to the bar counter after two failed mojitos. His cousins gave me smiles as we watched this. I heard one of his sister's friends whisper to someone about how he's in love with me. I ignored that. His uncle laughed saying that everything starts with friendship when he introduced me as his senior. But you know what? Really, there was nothing. We were actually meeting just for the first time. In fact, while we were sitting with everyone, listening to the groom's sister's speech, I asked him about his prior educational background. Heck, I didn't even know how old he was. Here, I learned that it is easier to open up to people we don't know because there is no filter of perception altering how we speak. I've tried to put this lesson into practice by doing my best to keep my filters of perception at bay every time I talk to anyone. We went out with our drinks and we walked in while Ed Sheeran's Perfect was playing. He looked at me and told me that my story is like Fault in Our Stars as I took off my heels and held it in my hand. I laughed at him and told him that he was too drunk. The evening progressed into the night and I find my found myself lightheaded and having a beautiful glow on my face to know what happened next stay tuned